You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Happy Halloween. I wanted to listen to the Arkells nope. for intro music today. Nope. You get no. I'm still cheese. vibing on the show. Nope. Cheesy Halloween music. That's all you get. <sighs> Great. Did the monster bash. People who all like like this song when it first came out, they're all in a coffin. All right. <laughs> at the bottom of the well, hour. That's a fun little tidbit. That's true. Start this song's o'clock. like 100 years old. Uh, we want to hear your gruesome sports injuries. 960, 960. Name and location. I think the next time Your I chance one. to win a $100 gift card from Golf Town. Please keep it like, we don't want any debilitating injuries that have affected your life. Keep it fun. 960, 960, name and location. The song only came out in 1962. It's not that old. Okay, George. all right. You're right. Just, That's it? Only 1962? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, hopefully there's a lot of people still kicking around <laughs> who remember when that song came out. I would assume so. I thought it was older than that. Yeah, it sounds old. Usually I'm pretty good at that. Not Swing today, and a miss, sir. brother. Not today, sir. Brother. Uh, a lot of that. And uh, we had an interesting clip of you on Friday. Oh, yeah. And I uh, and I mentioned there's a legendary clip of me in Toronto saying a really bad word on the air. Did you find it? I have the clip. Oh, we'll play that at 7:32. And yes. I think and I think Melancholy Malcolm wants to make an appearance. Hooray. And lead some uh, read some Maple Leafs fans' tweets. But right now, busy busy day yesterday. Had the Patriots and Jets. He had the call of that. Charles Davis, NFL insider for CBS Sports, joins us. Charles, good morning. How are you? Um, good morning, guys. I'm doing well. First, I'm, I'm very glad to realize I actually am alive because I do remember Monster Mash. And <laughs> when it know, came out, though, Charles, you're not that. You can't remember when it came out, Charles. No, I mean I was yeah, okay, born three right. years after it came out. Okay, yeah, but, that's what I mean. You know, it's not during like... my formative years, it was a staple at every <laughs> Halloween event party you went to. Mm. So when I hear it, I get nostalgic and, and remember the good times and all. Remember the the houses that gave the full candy bars as opposed yes. to the small candy bars. And you know, you remember the the quiet person that no one ever saw or heard from at all, except during Halloween, and that was like the greatest place to go get candy. Mm. And then you didn't see that person the rest of the year again. And so, of course, they became legendary, like that person. You know why we don't hear from them? Because they did some really bad things in the past. You know, it's always that type of a guy. It finds <laughs> out it's the most meek, mild-mannered person that's ever walked the face of the earth. So so that part I feel I feel pretty good about. You know, that that part's really, you know, I'm, I'm a-okay with it. And, you know, you guys are rocking and rolling and pulling up all your bad stuff. And I like it. Let's rock and roll. Oh, okay, no, I have, to ask, I have to ask you, Charles, two things. Did you ever go to the house that gave out cans of pop? Because that was always the best house to go to because you were always thirsty doing your trick-or-treating. So you hit that house up two or three times. And number two, what is your number one quintessential Halloween candy? Never went to a house that gave out cans of pop. They probably knew that the the pack that I ran with, my crew, (laughs) if you gave out cans of pop, your house would probably be bombarded with it. (laughs) <laughs> so we weren't exactly the, 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 the you know the smartest or nicest kids. I do remember real quick one of the you know you know you, in my hometown you knew everyone. It's one of those things, especially in your neighborhood. You knew your neighbors back then. And one time the boy, you know how you get to that age where you can't really trick or treat anymore. So you do a lot more tricks because you think that's cool. You know you want to participate. But you can't go to the front door and ask for candy, so you do dumb things like you know you, you egg houses and do all sorts of dumb stuff like that. My mom caught two of the neighborhood guys down the street egging the house, oh. and she called them out by name. 
as they were running away in their costumes. Oh, no. Michael Yapel, Bill <laughs> Yapel, you get back here right now and clean my house. <laughs> and she called them by name, and they were in costume, which was the greatest. And they, and they stopped in their tracks. And it was a, it's a great it's, it's like watching a bad episode of Leave It to Beaver. They stop in their tracks, they turn around, and they go, "We're sorry, Mrs. Davis. We'll be right there." <laughs> and they came back to the house and cleaned it in costume. That's and of awesome. course, as they left, you know what the last line that they gave my mom was, don't you? Mm. Are you going to tell our mom? Yeah, <laughs> None. always, of course. <laughs> I was I was hoping it was going to be trick or treat, but yeah, yeah, no doubt. And, and my go-to candy, yeah, I, I'm a I'm a big Snickers guy. I mm-hmm. like Snickers, mm-hmm. yeah. But I have to tell you, there's not many candies I'm turning down. My sweet tooth is legendary. Okay, I love it. You I absolutely and, love it. You legendary. and me, but hey, what what's the best Halloween costume you've ever had? Best Halloween costume I ever had. Mm-hmm. Mine were very boring, mm. but my friend, same family. This is the best part. There's a daughter that is a big family, and one of the daughters, Lisa Gable, was in mine, and she went as an astronaut one time, and her mom had taken some type of a, a translucent helmet-type thing and used her hair dryer or her hair thing or whatever. You remember with, with, with the, it was kind of like the vacuum sucker? Maybe it's from the vacuum. Mm-hmm. Kind of vacuum suction thing to attach to it, because you remember the old astronauts. You saw that in their uniforms, right, where they could breathe their breathing apparatus. Yeah, right. With that big tube that came around, <laughs> and she had her like that, and she had it, and it was all in silver, and it was the coolest costume I had ever seen. Uh, Charles, we saw it on social media this weekend. The Calgary Flames had their Halloween party. When you were in the league, did you guys have that? Did you have Halloween parties in the NFL? Well, here's here's the beauty, and, and this is this is a perfect thing because I felt I felt bad from the beginning. I tried out for the league and got cut, so I can't honestly say I played in the league. And the last thing I want is for all of us to get in trouble with me perpetuating a myth. <laughs> so I don't want to <laughs> do that. So in college, we didn't have team like Halloween parties, but if you went out on campus and went to the various places. You saw you saw some pretty wild stuff. Uh, there's mm. no doubt, and I'm quite sure there's a lot of mistaken identities, and guys thought that they had forged a connection with women at the party because they were in costume, and then they were thinking, "Hey, she's into me," and then they would be out of costume, and a day <laughs> or two later, see that same woman and think that they forged a connection. And she had no idea it was mm. you. And when she did, <laughs> she wasn't real thrilled it was you. Mm. And that's when you found out that connection mm. just wasn't there. Uh, Charles Davis, NFL Insider. So, so from, Halloween, let's be honest. Yeah. Halloween can go either way. Oh, yeah. It can take you in the wrong direction. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Charles Davis, NFL Insider, CBS Sports, uh, on our Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. All right, Charles. Uh, wild, wild day yesterday in the league. That Panthers and yeah. Falcons game, I know uh, you were calling oh. the game, but just the penalty on DJ Moore taking yeah. off his helmet, the sheer joy, yep. the sheer excitement of scoring a touchdown yep. to tie the game, it was so improbable. I know the rule. You can't take your helmet off. Yeah. It's 15 yards. 
But come on, there has to be some sort of judgment call by the officials to say, I get the moment. He wasn't taunting the Falcons. He was just so excited. He made such an incredible play. His emotions got the best of him. Yeah. We, we got to be better as a league, right, in those instances? Well, we would like to be, and, and you can't fault the officials for this reason. They don't give them any leeway. There's no leeway written into it. There's nothing that says intent. There's nothing that says you have judgment on that. There's nothing at all. And if they don't flag it, they get dinged. And what people have to understand is that these officials are competing as well. They're competing to make sure the game goes the way it's supposed to go. They're competing to get all the calls right. And they're competing to get to the playoffs because they get graded each and every week and judged. And the top grades advance to the playoffs and the top, top grades advance to the Super Bowl. So that's a big deal for them. So they would love to. I, I, you know, I wish sometimes the microphones could pick up what officials actually say to players when the players protest the call. And, and a lot of times officials are like, you know, I don't want to call it, but I have no choice. <laughs> You've left me no leave. There's no leeway written into the rule. And for DJ Moore, look, the moment caught up with him, et cetera, et cetera. We all kind of get it. But I will tell you this, that is covered each and every year when as soon as we start training camp. That is covered right out of the gate. And the good teams cover it ad nauseum about understanding mm. these are the things that will cost you a game in the worst possible moment. And I'm not – trust me, there are times I truly am a get-off-your-lawn guy. I truly mm. am that person. Mm. This is not one of them. But I will say, uh, if I'm coaching Carolina, I'm looking DJ Moore in the eye and saying, I get it, but I will tell you at the same time, DJ, I absolutely do not get it. We've been over this. We've talked about this. We've gone over it. Officials come in and give it to us each and every year. Moment, understand it, get it. And by the way, this cost us. There's no getting around it. A 48-yard extra point, <laughs> that's not a gimme. And guess what? And then Panero ended up missing, what, a 33-yarder in overtime, too? Yeah. Yep. Because he was a little rocked by the whole thing. So I'm with you on it. I wish we could officiate intent a little bit better. But you know what else we come down to? The next thing is when the guys fake injuries to stop the clock. Right. The officials can officiate that with intent as well. We all know he's faking it. We see it on the replay where he looks at the sideline, and then all of a sudden he takes this horrific belly flop, right? And he's down. And he looks like he's, you know, pretty much dead. And then he come and get him. He's back in one play later. So we know these things. But that one time that you officiate it and say, nope, that's not real. And guess what? You're wrong. That's what the league wants to avoid. Wanted to ask you about uh, the Raiders because it is quite the mess in Vegas. They get shut out by the Saints in this one. Um, not just the loss, but a shutout loss yeah. as well. What are you seeing from Vegas right now? I'm not seeing much of anything, and that's the, that's the tough part. Yeah. Because this was a playoff team last year that battled down the stretch. They battled for Rich Bisaccia, who was the interim head coach. Um, Mike Mayock had full GM authority down the stretch after John Gruner's moved as a head coach. And look, it wasn't a super dramatic thing, right? The Raiders didn't win 9 of 10 to get to the playoffs, right? They, they had their bumps along the way, too. But they battled, hung in there, and found a way to win on the last week of the season and put themselves into the playoffs, and the team liked playing for Rich Bisaccia. We all knew he wasn't keeping that job because Mark Davis is the owner of the team. He, I don't know him super well. It's not you know more so than to say hello, and I think he knows who I am. That's about it. 
But at the same time, was there any doubt in your mind that, that Rich Versace was not keeping that job? That in Las Vegas, Raiders, they hired John Gruden as a rock star head coach. Yeah. He likes rock star head coaches. Josh mm-hmm. McDaniels was a hot ticket out there to get a second opportunity. That sounded better to have a press conference with Josh McDaniels than it is to say I'm renewing Rich Passaccia, even though Rich Passaccia did a marvelous job. And so now, you know, Josh comes in, a few new things, got a good core of people. They're going to battle for a spot. I don't think any of us saw them getting off to the start that they've gotten off to. And I'm wondering how they pulled themselves out of this tailspin. I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm struggling to try and see how that happens. And I think you guys saw the same thing I saw. There was a big report that uh, Josh McDaniels was kind of late to his presser because he had a long, long meeting post game mm. with Mark Davis. Ooh. Charles, uh, how scary are the 49ers going to look when Debo Samuel's back in the lineup and now that they have Christian McCaffrey kind of acclimated to their system a little bit more than he was in his uh, debut? How scary are the 49ers going to look? They're going to be really scary, and they'll be even scarier when everyone on defense is healthy because that's what really drives this team. That's where they scare their heck out of people. Obviously, you're going to scare them on offense, Debo, McCaffrey, you know, I was joking when they got McCaffrey that, you know, Debo is known as what's that position they kind of gave him. They called him the wide back, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, combination wide receiver running back. I said, what are we going to call McCaffrey? Near back? Because mm-hmm. he is the same. He's Debo Samuel, just that he's a running back designation first with wide receiver skills. Debo's a wide receiver designation first with running back skills. I tell you this. From the draft when McCaffrey came out, and I stand on it. I'm sure you can find it elsewhere if you need to. I try to be as 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 as, as truthful and historically accurate as I can. I said when McCaffrey came out, regardless of position, running back, receiver, whatever, he was the best route runner in that draft, and he had the best hands in that draft. In his draft was 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 I think Mike Williams. Cooper Cup, et cetera, et cetera. I went back and looked at someone do some research for me. Since McCaffrey's been playing, even taking into account the last two years where he's been dinged up, I think you can make a very good argument that there's only there's only been one wide receiver whose production would exceed Christian McCaffrey's in terms of catching the football. And I'm talking about him as a running back. Remember, he went 1,000, 1,000, and over 100 balls caught one year. Mm-hmm. That would be Cooper Cup, who was a third-round guy. The guys drafted before him. The guys drafted after him. I took a pretty good sampling. I would make the strong argument Christian McCaffrey is a better receiver, et cetera, with those, than those guys. That's what he gives this team. Everything you're looking for plus the ability to run the football. And, yes, he can run inside, which was the big question to come out of Stanford. And I was very firm and positive that, yes, he will be fine running the ball inside. If he stays healthy, Look out, because Kittle's rounding in the form now at tight end. Ross Dwelly, the second tight end, is giving them some plays. You're going to get Trent Williams back in offensive line. When they put it all together, yeah, they can be a pretty scary team. They're the team that people are hoping somehow doesn't quite make it because no one's going to want to play them come playoff time. Charles, we saw Ezekiel Elliott uh, inactive for Sunday's game against the Bears, and as a result, Tony Pollard just ran rough shot over that club up uh, is he going to be the starter when Zeke comes back? 
he very well could be, and it'll take a tough conversation now because in Dallas, it's not just Mike McCarthy making a decision. I'm pretty sure he's going to have to run a decision like that through channels because yep. <laughs> <laughs> of Zeke. And they paid Zeke a whole lot of money to be their lead back a few years ago. But empirical evidence, the eye test, watching games, certainly feels like Tony Pollard should be the lead back now. And that's hard to say. Because right. you guys got to understand, when Zeke came out, man, I was strong on him and actually floated the idea that he'd go four to Dallas. And you wouldn't believe the vitriol I got on that one. When mm. I put it in a mock draft, people freaked. You're an idiot. <laughs> and like a, like, a, like the idiot I am, I actually listened. And in my final mock draft, I changed it. Oh. And who went number four overall to Dallas? Sometimes you just know things or you have a good feel. You got to just go with it and have some confidence. That's another lesson for me. But he's not the same guy. I think that the running, the pounding, as in our running back, your shelf life is typically shorter than others. Mm -hmm. And it looks to me like it's kind of caught up with him. Not that he can't still have days, but the consistent Zeke that beat you up and scared you, I don't know that he's quite that same guy now. He feels more like he's the number two and Pollard is the number one. Charles, who's the class of the NFL, the Bills or the Eagles? To me, it's still the Bills because of the defense. Now, that doesn't mean Philadelphia doesn't play defense. They're playing at a pretty high level, and they're playing really well. But the best defense in the league is the Bills. So that wins for me. Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts having an extraordinary year. Are you ready to take him over Josh Allen yet? No, sir. I'm not. No. <laughs> and, and I like Jalen Hurts, but I'm not willing to take him over Josh Allen at this point. The weapons are there. I mean, the Eagles will run the ball much better because that's part of their DNA, Miles Sanders, and they are willing to run it 30 to 40 times if, if, if indeed it is there. Buffalo doesn't appear to be willing to do that. So they'll move it continually with, with Stephon Diggs, with Gabe Davis, with Dawson Knox at tight end. You know, Isaiah McKenzie, they get him going again. All those things, they'll move it that way. Josh Allen will be your primary ball carrier with his scrambles and, and design quarterback runs. But I do think I take the I trust Buffalo's defense just a little bit more than Philly's at this time. So Philadelphia is undefeated, but I still think Buffalo is the best team in the league. Charles, what's the best division in football right now? The AFC East has some surprises. The NFC East is yep. surprising everybody. The AFC North is meh this season. Is it the NFC East? My God, who had that after eight weeks? I don't think very many people did because I think Dallas and Philadelphia are good enough that we can talk about them potentially being a Super Bowl team. And, and, And I don't know that we thought that prior to the season. I thought that we thought it'd be competitive. But then you throw in the Giants with the start that they've had, even though they lost to Seattle yesterday. It's always tough to go on the road and play in Seattle. You throw the Giants in, that's unexpected to have that record and be, be where they are. Remember the Giants up until this past weekend, guys? Mm-hmm. Do you know that every game the Giants have played until this past weekend was a one-score game? Yeah. That's kind of weird, right? Mm-hmm. Because a team that typically is not a winning franchise, it hasn't won in recent years, they don't have a winning record in one-score games because they don't know how to do it. So in a short amount of time, Brian Dable has taught his guys how to do it. And they've executed it. Now we got to see them carry it through because they went and had a tough one in Seattle. And let's, let's see how they bounce back. I think they'll bounce back fine. They look like a good ball club to me. And by the way, Washington, which is the dregs of the division, 
They won against an Indianapolis team that had to have it in an AFC South that they should be really competitive in, but they've been swept by Tennessee already, and they lost one yesterday they shouldn't have lost, and they've already changed quarterbacks. Matt Ryan going to the bench, Sam Ellinger takes over. That one feels much more like the owner made that call mm-hmm. than the head coach made that call. I think the owner yeah. thought once they got swept by Tennessee, the season was a little bit of a wash because it's going to be really difficult to get to the playoffs because that feels like a one-playoff team in their division. And he looked at the contract. I think he saves like $17 million if Matt Ryan doesn't play the rest of the year. Charles, just uh, last one here for you. Just setting up Monday Night Football. Bengals and Browns from Cleveland, Ohio. We got the Bengals favored by three points despite starting life without Jamar Chase, who's expected to miss yeah. four to six weeks with a hip injury. If any team can weather that storm at Cincinnati, because who's their number two receiver? T. Higgins. Higgins. Who's your number three receiver? Tyler, Tyler Boyd. Boyd. Now, before T. Higgins and Jamar Chase showed up on the scene, you know who led the Bengals in receiving three straight years? Tyler Boyd. Yeah. They're loaded, okay? They'll be fine at that spot. Hayden Hurst, they got in the offseason tight end. They can expand him more. I would expect Joe Mixon to get a few more touches both in the run and pass game because he can catch the football. So I just think that they will adapt the, other, the only thing you've got to come up with now is Zach Taylor is the head coach and Brian Callahan is the offensive coordinator. You may have to scheme a few more of those big shots downfield or those big explosive plays that you see them get that Jabbar Chase gave you just by throwing the ball to him. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> mm-hmm. You just throw it to Jamar Chase, it can become an explosive play. With these other guys, not that they can't be explosive, they can but I think that you have to scheme it a little more, come up with that key play to put them isolated where where it's one-on-one coverage, throw it where where it looks like the flow is going right and you're throwing back against flow and a guy sneaks out the back door and comes wide open and it becomes an explosive play. Jamar Chase, you throw him a five-yard hitch and it might become 60. That's, That's your biggest difference right there. But I think that they're built to weather this storm better than most, and I fully expect them to win this ball game. A lot of orange on the field in this one. I think the one, I think the orange with the black stripes walks away with the win. Charles Davis, NFL insider for CBS Sports on the Atlas Pizza guest hotline. Charles, terrific stuff. We'll talk next week. I appreciate it. And I, next week, I want a quick report on what you get back on. Hey, call us and tell us about your most gruesome athletic okay. injury. Nothing that debilitated you. Yeah. Nothing that sent you to the wheelchair. Right. But call us and let us know. And my favorite part was, I forgot which one of you said it, but my favorite part was, no, just your fun ones. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, the no, fun ones. Yeah. Like we had a referee um, text in Charles and said he took a puck to his between his boot and his shin pad, and the bruise is still there 25 years later. See, that's fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. that's what you're going with with gruesome. But, but I love how you had the, the qualifiers yeah. put on gruesome. Yeah. You go gruesome. Yeah. Well, we you don't... know, I'm thinking compound fractures and things. You're like, no, no, not that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want. Just, just, we don't... just a puck. Just a puck. Just a puck to the leg. Yeah. That, that left the imprint of the company on your leg. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, nothing like I'm in a wheelchair now after playing slow pitch. We don't want to hear those yeah, types that's... of things. We want to have fun. And what are you going to do with a golf gift card? Yeah, like exactly. We want to have fun. <laughs> I love it. You guys are the best. That is a... But when I heard it, I was like, <laughs> you 
give me your most gruesome injury, and then the part that yeah. I love the, the, the follow-up was, no, yeah. no, only the fun one. <laughs> yeah, the not life-changing the for the worse. Like, yeah, we don't want to hear I that. Like, gruesome and only the fun one seemed oxymoronic to me, but yeah. I was like, I can't wait to see how they break this down. And now I get it. That, yeah. And the scary part is I actually get what you're saying. Okay. Uh, we'll have a report for you next week, Charles Davis, CBS Sports. Full report. Absolutely, <laughs> the puck to the leg is good enough. I can't wait to hear the rest of it. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll give you some next Monday. Thanks for this, Charles. We'll talk next week. <laughs> Bye, guys. Uh, there's Charles Davis, NFL Insider, CBS Sports, uh, joining us on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. Brought to you by Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar, Maddie. Oh yeah, 14 time Consumer Choice Award winner. That's a lot of awards for takeout or delivery. Call 403 248. 3344 uh-huh. or dine in an Atlas Pizza. Where is it? 6060 Memorial Drive, Northeast. Oh, up in the Northeast. Um, we got lots to do here. We got heaps. Um, your chance to win a $100 gift card from Golf Town. You got to give us your gruesome sports injury, mm-hmm. but like not life changing sports injury. Maybe something stupid happened. You had a couple of drinks. You fell out of the golf cart, compound fracture of the ankle, stuff like that. Yeah. That didn't change your life completely, but you're like, wow, that was a stupid, gruesome sports injury. Mm-hmm. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you on the on the phone line, too. Sure, sure, sure. You, if you call in and you got a gruesome sports injury, chances are you got a better shot at winning the gift card. 403-240-4444. 403-240-4444. Uh, we got to play some Melancholy Malcolm. Uh, you had a bit of a slip up on Friday. You said the Freudian slip. Yeah. Um, and I teased that I had one of the most legendary clips from the fan 590 in Toronto. Mm-hmm. It happened years ago. I have that piece of tape for you too. Now, can we play that on the air? Is that, well, it's going to be bleeped. Okay, good. But you'll definitely hear it. Uh, it's all straight ahead. It's the big show. Russick and Rose Sportsnet 960, the fan. You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. It's The Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Meme. I can't wait uh, till we... When do we do Chris all Christmas music on our... Is it the whole week? The last Friday before... Uh, the Christmas is on the Sunday. It's probably the 23rd. You know, last time I was producing the, the week? show, we did it on uh, Valentine's Day. We did all Christmas music. Oh. Oh, I get it. It's clever. Both so ways. Maybe depressing. we'll do a whole week of Christmas music. Maybe that's what I want. And maybe we'll do it that way. Or we'll just play Mariah's... All I want for Christmas, just over and over again after every break. Because it's the quintessential Christmas music song. But happy Let's Halloween. Let's do it. Yeah. It's the big show. Russick and little Rose. Little wham. Little Sports. Mariah. Wham. Get along. Wham. 60 The Fan. Bing Crosby. Uh, uh, did you know? The, yes, Bing. Why'd you say it Old like Binger. Bing, I have an apple in my mouth. I mean. Okay. <laughs> good, good that you're on the radio. Bing Crosby. We're, yeah. just, we're just eating in the middle of the yeah. show now. So I got some taffy in my know. mouth here before I get on the <laughs> I show. Almond here. What is Halloween? Uh, I didn't realize this about. Uh, I'm, I'm. My goal is to learn a lot about you, me, uh, Maddie Rose. Uh huh. I didn't realize Sorry. Patty Dumas, our uh, producer, that Matt is so squeamish about sports injuries. Oh, I hate them. <laughs> like I was saying this in the break. Like if ever there's a a basketball injury. I will never watch it. Most oh, injuries, most injuries, I will watch once and yeah. then be like, "Okay, I have my take. I never need to see that go again." Watch, go yeah. watch Psycho Sid jumping off the turnbuckle. 
Oh, no thanks. <laughs> no. I refuse, no, no, to, no, I no, refuse no. to watch wrestlers' no, injuries. There's, no, there's some gruesome ones in MMA where like their leg oh, breaks. Anderson and then, Silva. And, and they, yeah, the Anderson Silva one. Yeah. And there's also that guy who broke his leg and then fell on it. <laughs> yeah, it's so gross. <laughs> oh, like, don't, don't go and l- watch those. Like, no. there was the Paul George when he was oh, at yeah. Team USA. And bad. you know when, like, the guys, when you see those gruesome sports injuries, just watch the bench in basketball because they're like, oh, God, and oh, they all turn their heads. Oh, no. Yeah, don't watch oh, the injury. No. Just watch the guys oh, no. on the bench. It's like, oh, no. And then, Why? Like, even Tua watching that the second time, I oh. was like, oh. It was a back injury. Oh. It was a back oh. injury. What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you go, like. They're locked up. Yeah, as someone said, doing the chicken dance on our text line. Yeah, um, 960, 960, name and location on the text line. Your chance to win a $100 gift card from Golf Town. Uh, your gruesome sports injury. And to wrap up the segment, uh, Maddie had a bit of a Freudian slip Yeah, on Friday. And I, I, I kind of talked about the worst thing I've ever said on the radio. <laughs> we'll play that clip to wrap up this Hooray! hour, too. Because I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, luck. If it's not beeped, we're all going to lose our jobs. We're going to have fun doing uh, slip of the tongues that almost get us fired. Yeah, we made uh, it four weeks, so you know this is a good good, a good time run. to push the envelope. Uh, if you, if you're calling in, you got a better chance to win if you call in four zero three two four zero forty four forty four because we want to hear your gruesome sports injury story. We're getting let's, a lot. Let's start. Let's start with the phone line here. Uh, let's get to Wyatt first. Wyatt, good morning. Give us your gruesome sports injury that's kind of fun. Oh. Okay, here it is, man. I played shinny goalie in hockey for quite some time. One occasion, my nephew's cousin, that name, Frank Dodging Horse, was out playing with us. He takes a slap shot, yep. hits me right in the jock. Mm-hmm. Pretty much ended my career because after that, the only thing I protected when somebody wound up was that area. <laughs> the net was open. That's that's a that's a business decision. Yeah, <laughs> it was. And did you say Brent Dodging Horse? Brent Dodging Horse, yes, sir. There you go, a little local tie there as well. Right on, love that. Yeah. All right, why yeah, hang on the line? Pretty much ended it for me, you guys. Pretty okay. much ended it. Career ender. Okay. I- <laughs> Hang I'd, ha- I'd hang them up hang as well. Hang on the line, uh, Wyatt. We had a text here, too. Uh, this one was, I don't know how it works, but uh, please attach your name and location. Uh, a goaltending injury. I got hit in the <clears throat> with a shot, mm-hmm. and one of my boys got pushed up into my body cavity. Oh. Took a bottle of Jack Daniels and some gymnastics to get it out. What? No lasting damage other than, obviously, psychological stuff. What do you mean gymnastics? What do you mean? And is that what the doctor prescribed? Because you should have gone right to the ER. Yeah, like I, I know. Trying to push it out. Okay, so yeah. I did, is this is, just is plug, he your, in, plug your nose and blow? Is he a, <laughs> is he a ninja in training? Because apparently ninjas can do that. They can suck it up into their body. I don't know how you do that. Like, is that a skill you'd maybe share on a dating website too in your profile? Actually. I'm okay if you kick me you know where. I can suck them up into my body. How does that even work? Hidden talents that you might not know how about. Do you even, how do you even train your body to do that? It's like when dudes lift stuff with their stuff. I can barely hold like, a how fart do you even in, know? Like, like, how do you even know you can do that without experimenting that? You know what? See that 10-pound weight over there? I bet you I can lift that with my you know you what? Know, you know what I bet I can do? Yeah. 
They're like some of those monks that you see whenever it's like a gif of like, oh, the Oilers are starting Matt Murray again. And it's like one of those monks yeah. just like getting kicked. In yeah, the repeatedly. Over and over. Uh, real quick about uh, that kind of stuff. Those memes? Uh, back in high school, I played oh. ball hockey with these pairs of, the, there was twin guys I played with, right? So it was a cold day and we know how the pink Milik ball can get hard on a cold winter's day. Sure can. Um, his brother took a shot, you know where. Uh-huh. And the swelling was so bad because he wasn't wearing a jock. He had to go to the hospital and yeah. get stuff. You know, he was in the hospital Dealt for with? a while. Yeah. yeah. Drained, let's say. Oh. So two weeks later, uh-huh. uh, his brother, twin brother, didn't learn his lesson, didn't wear a jock. Same thing happened to him. Oh, did they get matching beds? I guess. Or did he just go right back into the like, old bed? I thought because they're twin brothers, he's supposed to feel that anyway when his brother got hit. <laughs> Is that how it works? They're like telepathically yeah. linked. Yeah. But yeah, we're a jock, especially if you're playing ball hockey. Do you got a gruesome sports injury you want to share? Mine's not gruesome. Mine's stupid. Uh, a lot of our listeners will know that I got hit by a car a few years ago <laughs> when I was crossing the street. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, I was... I was in the bag one night, uh, walking home from gallivanting with the homies, and okay. uh, someone didn't see me as they were turning left and just took the feet out from underneath me. Like, did you flip in the air? Not really. It was more of like a, not a totally fast collision, but they like knocked my legs out and I rolled onto the like the start of the hood and then just kind of slid off the side as they realized. But because you were boozed up, you didn't really get that hurt because you were very pliable. I also didn't see him coming, so I didn't like tense up or anything like right. that. I was on my phone texting my girlfriend that I was about to be home and boom, took my legs out from under me. So I had a concussion, a minor shoulder injury, and I messed up my ACL a little bit. So I had to stop skating for the rest of the beer league season. This happened in like the early spring. For the summer... I go back to finally play hockey. I show up to our session late. We're just doing like a scrimmage with a whole bunch of pals. I get onto the bench in all my gear, right as someone's coming off. And they're like, Rosie, we're so good to see you back. Like, great. Get out there. And I'm like, oh, like, don't even have my bearings. Haven't skated in like six weeks. Beeline for the front of the net. Try and catch a pass in my feet. Lose it. Toe pick. Shoulder into the boards. No shoulder pads on. Separated my shoulder. <laughs> I was on the ice for You're about 15 streak. seconds. That's a good streak. Separated for you. my shoulder, and then it was uh, back on the shelf, and uh, no good. And that so the 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 knee was start of summer, so I didn't golf at all, and then it ended my golf season about three weeks early than I wanted. That's it to. horrifying ending your golf season yeah, too. It's the worst part. I, I told you when I was running from third to home and blew out my groin. Uh, playing slow pitch so much so that I could see the blood on the inside of my leg. Oh, that's how terrible the groin tear was. And oh. it hampered me for months. It's still to this day. I really need a good stretch if I'm going to run. Uh, also, this is just a fun one. I was playing ball hockey. My buddy Rob from the point has a laser beam. So I'm in front of the net trying to tip it because you got to win. Yeah, right. <laughs> he hits a laser beam of a shot, hits me right on the cheek. I pick up the rebound off my cheek and put it in the net and immediately run to the bench because I'm in agony because of the sting from the yeah, ball. Oh yeah. I'm not lying to you. I had a ball mark on my behind for about six months after. Oh. It was all the colors of the rainbow. Ow. And that was fun. I, I scored about it and I actually get goosebumps thinking about the pain, yeah. the searing pain that was after getting hit in the behind. But that's my sports injury. Call How's us. your ball hockey team search going? Poor? I'm still looking for a ball hockey team. 
960-960, name and location. I'm horribly out of shape. i got to get into shape, though. 960-960, name and location. I, I, I want to play some ball hockey. Uh, let's get back to the phone lines. Is it Gee or Guy? Guy, good morning. How are you? Guy. Yes. Hello. What's up? What's up, my man? Hey, when I was about uh, five or six years old, I played goalie, and I I mask up and uh, licked the goalpost, and uh, the coach was yelling at me to turn around. The play was coming down the other way, but I couldn't really come stuck to the crossbar. Did that really? That real? That really happened? It was that cold? Yes. Yeah, we were playing on an outdoor rink when I was younger. <laughs> okay, so okay. And then they had to so, run across to the store, pick up a hot water, and pour it on my tongue to get get it going stuck. <laughs> All right, Key, hang on the line. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Just he licked the. What is with children and? You're like, don't do it. Yeah. You'll get stuck. Don't lick you'll, that you'll 12 get volt stu- battery. <laughs> you'll get stuck. I Man, do I want to lick that 12 volt battery. <laughs> what does it taste like, though? Yeah. How am I going to find out? Oh, that does hurt. Not taking your word on it. That's for sure. Ow, it did hurt. I hated it. Re- re- really quick story. Um, I used to bartend in Niagara Falls, and this was years ago. And these, did and you? The, yeah, and this mother daughter team comes down from upstairs in the hotel, goes, Can we get two cups of hot water? And I'm like, no problem. I go over there, put in the plastic, double cup it. I go, careful. And go, can we get some straws in it too? No problem. I go, careful. It's super hot. Do not take a drink. It's really hot. Wait till it cools off. Doesn't the little girl, first thing she do, takes a drink and goes, ah! <laughs> I go, how stupid are you? I literally just told you, don't take a drink. She burned the inside of her mouth on the scolding hot water. Also, straws are not for hot beverages. No. Troy. Let's get to Troy here on the phone line. Troy, give us a fun, gruesome sports injury. Hey, hey. When I was younger, I, I, I played a lot of hockey, and uh, my mom never come to watch. Sport was too violent for her, and, <laughs> okay. and uh, she always scared her little boy was going to get hurt. And yep. sure enough, one day we're in a tournament. She says, "You know, I think I'm going to come and watch you." So I'm out there, and, and uh, you know, trying to show off towards mom, and, and I go down to block a shot, and I get shot square in the mouth. Watch my two front teeth in half. So there's oh. half teeth. The roots are still in there, but both teeth are busted in half. Oh. Both ribs are cut. Yeah. And uh, I lay there on the ice in a pool of blood. I get off. Oh. And, and uh, yeah, we went to the hospital. What? And uh, I don't think she's ever come to watch me play since. That is probably about 25, 30 years ago. What, 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 but what did she say when you took it right in the old, right in the old She kisser? said, I knew you were going to get hurt. I said, Mom, I think you're bad luck. Yeah, no kidding. I get hurt. All right, I, Troy, hang on the line. Thanks. I have a question. I have a question, okay, Troy. Okay, hold on, hold on, Troy. You um, got a question Did for the it. tooth fairy give you money for one tooth, two teeth, or four teeth? Uh, they gave me uh, Tylenol. <laughs> <laughs> Down the hatch, kiddo. Yeah. All right, Troy. Good job. Thanks. Hold on the Thanks. line. That's pretty good. That's not bad. Uh, that's his mom's fault. Like, she put the voodoo on him. You want to hear about a jinx? Okay. I wanted to bring this up because I want to bury my parents. It was my dad's birthday yesterday. Happy oh. birthday, Dad. Happy birthday. They What's were watching name? Doug. Happy birthday, Doug. Doug and Lena were watching the Flames game on Saturday. Yeah. Flames are up 2-1. Switched it off. Went and watched the good doctor instead. <laughs> what? 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 That's Doug's fault. The Flames lost. That's what I said. Come on, Doug. You got to keep watching the game. You can watch The Good Doctor on demand. This is live sports. Anytime. 
Doug, or you could just not watch The Good Doctor. Doug, you can wake up at 4 a.m. and watch not The Good great. Doctor if you want. 2-1, Battle of Alberta. Oh, I think we've had enough. All right, let's get back to the phone lines here. Uh, let's get to Ian. Ian, good morning. Give us a, a fun sports injury you suffered. Guys, I'm still laughing over the ninja tucking his junk up. That's awesome. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> How do you train for that? Like, at what part of ninja school does <laughs> sucking up your... Anyway, you go ahead. you to be able to play the didgeridoo, I think, to be allowed that kind of <laughs> control. Anyways, boys, uh, this one's pretty good. I was a ski instructor in the early 90s at Nikiska, and uh, one day after work, uh, my buddy Mike Stapleton built a big kicker for us to get some air off of, and, well, he hit it and flew a big Cossack out, so I figured I had to hit it pretty hard and impress him. And when I hit it, the uh, my knees came up and knocked me out, hit me right square in the jaw and knocked no. me out. So I'm in this in this swan dive going through the air figuring it's going to hurt and it sure did came down my face was first my my shoulder was second my skis were the third thing to hit and they still both snapped in half oh. and uh, the uh i dislocated the shoulder the, the ball on top of my humerus popped off and was under my lungs and my humerus was behind my scapula and sticking up my left side it looked like i had two oh. left arms Oh, oh, the, first, oh. The, the first guy on scene was one of my friends that, that worked ski patrol, and he unzipped my jacket and threw up beside me on the oh, 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 no! <laughs> okay, I have to ask you. So hold on, Ian. Were you like so? And not were you just a limp body going through the air before you hit oh, the ground? Yeah. Because you were knocked out. You were just flying through the air all limp. Right? Absolute ragdoll. And the worst part, I'm still in my instructor's uniform, and these kids are coming by pushing <laughs> snow on me laughing. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it was. Just like. <laughs> I, I waited 30 years. I just got my new shoulder last year. So... Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Man. It was like watching a 200-pound sack of meat just get thrown <laughs> Okay, okay well, uh, well Ian, is your shoulder good enough to golf? Absolutely, man. I use, I'm the 91 junior champ out at Turner Valley, buddy. I oh. still swing him. That okay. feels like All a right. brag. I, I think we got to give Ian, the, after his limp body was floating through the air, and then he had two left arms after he landed and hit the snow. <laughs> I think we got to give it to Ian. What do you think? Yeah, I almost threw up. So Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Matty was... Yeah, he boys, was dis- All right, All right yeah. Ian. Hang on the line. Congrats, buddy. That one, uh, yeah, that one messed good. me up. Yeah. That uh, one messed me hang up. Hang on the line. Ian's winning the $100 gift card. We'll get to some of these. The text line's just blowing up. This is great. Just getting um, knocked out by your own knees. Yeah. <laughs> just and then I just picture poor Ian floating through the air, just limp. Like, well, it's like like one of the like you ever see the videos where it's like a, a huge dude who's pretending to play football with children. Yeah, and they use like the 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 dolls or whatever instead, and they yeah. just get tossed around. I imagine it was something like that. Right, just like very limp. Doesn't look right, but mm-hmm. kind of comical until you realize, like, oh, he's he's not going. He's going to no. hit the ground. No. He, he, oh, his hands aren't out. Uh, he's lot of ate that so with his chip. His help, his buddy, unzipped his jacket and then threw up beside him immediately. <laughs> like that's that's the best part of it too. Hey, you okay? No thanks. Yo, bro, you are all God. Oh, no, you're not. Oh, no. You're not. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, there's so many here. Oh. So many awesome uh, injuries here. Uh, we'll try to get a few to them as we go here because it's 
It's incredible. Uh, congratulations to Ian. My skin is like in. crawling. Yeah, I don't like this one so much. It but was fun, but I'm interactions. like, I'm gonna be. It's gonna throw me off for the rest of the day. It's very um, Halloween. I feel spooky. Um, before we uh, get to the break, uh, we uh, Patty Dumont, mm-hmm. producer Patty Dumont. We had uh, we had an incident on Friday. You weren't <laughs> here. You were you were healing up. You're doing a great job producing the show, but you're a little banged up. Yeah. Uh, Maddie had a bit of a slip of the tongue, a little Freudian slip. Oops. Oh, did he? <laughs> um, so if you missed the uh, the little piece of tape, um, I had I immediately got Alex to clip it. Garrett was in pinch hitting for us. Great job on Friday. GVP. Um, I go. You got to get this right away. So in yeah. case you missed what Maddie little Freudian slip on uh, Friday here. It could happen to anybody, yeah. George. Listen, it, it'll probably happen to me before the end of the show. Like, I'm not, this happens all the time. Uh, here's here's what happened to Maddie on Friday. Hit it. Rosa. It's tough when you need six to beat the Yeah. The what, sorry? So, instead of Blackhawks, mm. and I had to really slow down to make sure I said that right. Yeah. You said something else. One more time, please. Rosa. It's tough when you need six to beat the Yeah. The what, sorry? <laughs> yeah, you, uh... You didn't, you really sh- use the short form of the Blackhawks. The, like, the black part of Blackhawks yeah. was omitted. Yes. So it happens. So it happens. So I was, uh, I, I also had... appreciate it because I heard that once again on our drive home and it was censored on the drive home. So I appreciate it. What, that. they Thank played it on, on which show? It was the replay for us. Oh, okay, great. Nine o'clock, so I heard it. Um, yeah, it was censored. So uh, there's a legendary clip. This is um, new to my time at uh, the Fan 590 in Toronto. I was doing sports updates. I vividly remember this. I think it was my second year at the radio station. So we're back like 12 years ago. It's one in the morning. I'm about to wrap up a sports cast. And then, um, like, you bleep this, right? We're playing the bleeped version, not the version I sent you. Because if we play the version, version. There you go. There it is. Virgin. Ding, ding, ding. We're done. The virgin uh, I sent you. uh, We're all going to get in a lot of trouble. Okay. But here's what happened to me doing sports updates way back when on the Fan 590 in Toronto. Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson in Calgary, Stephen Ames are nine back. Mike Weir missed the Missed the cut, that is. Updates every 20 minutes on Toronto Sports Radio. See, I like that you yeah. went back and corrected yourself. Uh, See, mine, I was just trying to skate by it. Yeah. And then you called me for it. Yeah. <laughs> one, one more time, Alex. Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson in Calgary, Stephen Ames are nine back. Mike Weir missed the cut. Missed the cut, that is. Update. Ev- <laughs> I, could, I, could, <laughs> I could see this sweat just appear yeah. on your forehead. <laughs> yeah. And I should have just let it skate. Yeah, and like, did he just say? And then, like, no, he corrected himself. He just said it. (laughs) He just said it. He absolutely said it. Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson in Calgary. Stephen Ames are nine back. Mike Weir missed the missed the cut. That is (laughs) updates every. Yeah, and then it's like liner, get me out of here. Extra (laughs) updates every twenty minutes. (laughs) Unless I get let go before the next one. Yeah. So um, I've said the hardest of hard C's. On the radio, and there's your proof. Uh, that that clip is like 12 years old, and I dug it up for you, Maddie, because I didn't want wow. you to feel bad about what happened to you on well, Friday. Well, you know what? It delivered. You teased it on Friday, and I really do appreciate that it delivered. 
Uh, you know what's going to deliver, too? What? Some great hockey talk straight ahead. Uh, Anthony Stewart, oh, Sportsnet yeah. analyst, going to join us straight ahead. John Forslund, Kraken play-by-play voice. And I think Melancholy Malcolm's going to pay us a visit because Leaf fans, mm, not too happy with that loss last Listen, night to the Ducks. When you're going through California and you're facing Joe Thornton and Patrick Marlowe and Drew Doughty and Dustin Brown and... All of these great players for the Kings and the Ducks and the Sh- Corey Perry and Ryan Getzlaff. Like, it's trouble trying to get through that California road trip, George. Yeah. It's, it, especially last night. And they got a goal called off, which never should have been called off for goalie interference. But Melancholy Malcolm, he he likes to read some Leaf fans' tweets, Canucks fans, maybe some Oiler fans. But we'll hear from him in the 8 o'clock hour. Big show, Russick and Rose. Sports at 960, The Fan.